Are you looking for practical ministry help to inform and inspire your leadership? Do you have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of other leaders in pursuit of stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast, presented by CDF Capital, helping churches grow. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. So glad that you have decided to tune in. I'm really looking forward to today. You know, it's summertime, and you know when you think of summer, you think of camps. And so today, uh, we've brought you a bit of a different look on leadership, on something that all of us, I really do think, should be reflecting with. You know, every week, we try to bring you a leader who will both inspire and equip you, and today will be absolutely no exception to that. Super excited to have Stephen Moore with us. He serves as the director of Wind Shapes Camps for Communities, a traveling day camp program that brings camps uh, to churches all over the country. Uh, we're ha- he's having, uh, he served with Windshape Camps for over 16 years. Stephen has recruited literally thousands of summer staff to bring the gospel of Jesus and even more, uh, more uh, to even more campers and families. Super excited for uh, Stephen to be on the show. He's, he's also excited for the local church, and uh, we're looking forward to learning more from him today. Thanks for being here today, Stephen. Happy to be here, Rich. Thank you for having me and excited to engage with you about camp and about what we're talking about this morning. Yeah. Why don't you kind of uh, tell, what did I miss about Windshape? Tell us about Windshape, folks that don't know uh, about about you guys or your mission. Kind of talk us through that a little bit. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, Windshape was started in 1985. It was uh, founded and started by the founder of Chick-fil-A, Truett Cathy. Um, mm-hmm. And it originally started with the college program at Barry College in Rome, Georgia. And then soon after, a, a overnight camps for boys was added. Then the next summer, an mm-hmm. overnight camp for girls was added. And so about 40 years ago, Windshape got its start. And today it has grown into um, five different unique ministries. So we focus on professional development. We focus on marriages, focus on mm-hmm. homes. We focus on college discipleship. And specifically where I work, we focus on summer camps. So we have five overnight summer camps in North Georgia. We uh, mm-hmm. we have teams in Costa Rica and Brazil right now doing summer camps in those countries. And then we do traveling day camps all over the entire United States, um, as you mentioned a little bit ago. And that's what I have the opportunity to specifically work with our traveling day camps. Love it. This is so good. And we were just before we got recorded today, we're recording this literally on like the opening day. And so the fact that Stephen is sitting down with us for a half an hour is pretty amazing. So we really appreciate uh, your time with us. I know you're passionate about this. And, you know, it was about a month ago, just maybe over a month ago, I saw an interesting article entitled Pastors, Children's Ministry is More Than a Place to Keep Kids Occupied. And I sat up and I was like, ooh, that is so true and resonates with so much we talk about here at Unseminary. And so I wanted to get Stephen on to talk about that. But that's a bold title because, uh, you know, you're saying maybe there are churches that are just keeping kids occupied. Uh, what's the opportunity that maybe some churches are missing by just kind of having a lower view uh, of kids ministry? Talk us through that. Yeah, I mean, I think we see it even in Scripture in Mark when Jesus says, hey, let the little children come to me. You know, the disciples and others mm-hmm. are trying to stop that. And he he sees and he knows that, hey, no, the gospel is also for for children. It's for everybody. And so we see it in Scripture, and we believe that at Windshape. Um, we often say at Windshape, we are not the local church, but we are for mm-hmm. and support the local church. So if you're a pastor mm-hmm. listening to this, we thank you for the ministry you're doing, and we want to come alongside and support you in that. 
um, I think the sad reality is there are people leaving the church um, and we're seeing that. And so we want to focus on them and we want to engage them. But we all know, also know the future of the church is children. You know, seven-year-olds mm-hmm. today are going to be 27-year-olds in 20 years, and we want them to be plugged mm-hmm. in and invested in their local church. So what we want to create and help build are local, engaged church members. And we think mm-hmm. doing that at a young age is important. So we do not water down the gospel at Windshade Camps. No, we boldly preach and teach the gospel. And we want kids mm-hmm. to come to a, a knowing relationship with Christ. Um while mm-hmm. at camp and then while in their local church. So uh, mm-hmm. a way that we do that is, is through our mission statement. We want to glorify mm-hmm. God by creating experiences that transform campers and families with the message of Jesus Christ. And so we mm-hmm. would hope that churches do that with their children's mm-hmm. ministries. Hey, don't just engage them. Don't just entertain them. Don't just throw on YouTube mm-hmm. videos and have fun. Mm-hmm. No, Engage them with the message of Jesus Christ and let church be a place where they're able to hear and learn about him and ultimately, hopefully, grow in a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, you know, one of the things we've seen about growing churches that are making an impact is they are next generation obsessed. They're thinking about kids. This is a key piece of the puzzle that you can't just kind of phone this in. You've got to you know, think about it strategically. You have to invest in it. You've got to uh, give great resources towards that. Why do you think? you know, maybe some churches struggle with this. Maybe it's the, you know, more the investment, the finding people. What is the, what's the sticking point there that maybe holds, uh, you know, churches back or the churches that you've maybe engaged with or seen out there that have, you know, maybe struggle with this? Yeah, I think, um, I think some of them is the resources and the volunteers, you know, it, mm-hmm. in order to have mm-hmm. a, a thriving children's ministry, you need to have folks volunteer and engage with that. Um, and mm-hmm. so I know that mm-hmm. that's, that's something even at Windshape we've struggled the last few years in engaging and hiring our summer staffers. Um, there's so mm-hmm. many options for people. Um, and we think working at camp, I mean, any camp, not just Windshape is one of the best ways mm-hmm. you can spend your college summers. Um, I did it for mm-hmm. four summers and I grew so much in that. So I think that's mm-hmm. one reason. And I think too, uh, it is work. You know, I think there is mm-hmm. an element of, oh, well, we could just make children's ministry or our children's program really simple and entertaining and Mm -hmm. it wouldn't take as much like discipleship and investment. But Mm -hmm. what we do at camp is work. It's tough work, but it's so rewarding and it's Mm -hmm. so life changing that it's worth Mm -hmm. that additional investment in going that, what we would say at Windshape, that second mile. I'm going that second Mm -hmm. mile to be able to Mm -hmm. engage with people and invest in them in a deeper Mm way. not just entertaining, but in a life-changing way. Mm, I love that. Well, Windshape, uh, you know, your reputation as an organization is just so positive. You know, high quality, um, you know, people that engage with Windshape are just like, man, they do just do such great stuff. And one of the things that um, I've heard people say, and then when I was doing a little bit of research, I see you actually talked about it. I read on your website, you talk about all out fun and all out faith, which I, I just love that. I love this idea of, hey, our our ministry is both of those things. Can you talk us through that? What does that look like? Because man, I think that's something our churches could learn. How, how can we have all out fun and all out faith at the same time? Yeah, that's that's a great, uh, great question. I think what we do and what we try to do is we try to build trust with children. We try to allow mm. them to, you know, 
play soccer or flag football or go to gymnastics or painting or crafts or fast food or wacky science. Those are just some of our, mm -hmm. our skill offerings. We go out mm -hmm. of the rec field and play games and we listen to what the children are interested in because we know if they are able to then engage with that counselor, if they're able to engage with the volunteer, there's going to be a trust built. And over three or four days, um, then when that staffer wants to sit down and, and tell them about the gospel, that kid's going to be more engaged to listen because they know that that staffer or that volunteer cares about them. Um, mm -hmm. And so... I remember sitting down with a dad last year and he came and he told me, he said, thank you for the ministry you do. It's so meaningful because we teach our kids these things in the home each and every day. But when they mm -hmm. hear it from a 22 year old college student mm -hmm. that cares about mm -hmm. them, that invests in them, that wants to engage with them in whatever that activity is, they hear it in a different way. It's a reinforcement mm -hmm. of what it's taught at home. And so mm -hmm. that child is more open and receptive to the gospel in that mm -hmm. setting because they're a place, they're, they're doing activities they're not normally doing and they're engaging in fun in a way they normally don't. And so their faith mm -hmm can grow while at camp. And that's at any sort mm -hmm. of camp, at our overnight camps, at our mm -hmm. day camps. There's a lot of great Christian camps across America. We, we think Windshape's one, mm -hmm. but there are other ones mm -hmm. too that I think it's a mm -hmm. camp is a setting where the gospel can come alive in a way that maybe doesn't in a in a day-to-day -day activity at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've I've joked, and now you didn't say this, I've said this. So don't this is uh don't don't take this uh, in a negative way. But I, I've joked in other settings because I'm a huge camp booster. I think it's really important for, for families to engage with. I think it's really important for, like you say, young leaders. It's an incredible place to work, whether it's Windshape or other places. But I've joked in other contexts. I said, you know, like in a lot of churches, uh, Jesus has like a bit of a moldy basement and and maybe like uh, some, you know, flannel board or something like that. But when you go to camp, Jesus there, man, he's like super engaging. He's got all kinds of fun activities. It's going to, you know, it's bright and sunny out and you're running around outdoors doing something amazing. What an incredible context for the message of Jesus to, uh, you know, to resonate. Just incredible. I just think that's, it's one of the things that makes camp ministry just so important, I think, for kids particularly. What, what does it look yeah. like? So I have to be honest, I, until I engaged with you on this, I did not know that Windshape did day camps. So this is like a learning experience for me. What does that look like when you, you know, you end up partnering with a place and what kind of activities, how does that all work? Give us a sense of what that kind of looks like. Yeah, of course. And, and you mentioned a few minutes ago, camp started this morning. So yesterday our five yes. overnight camps kicked off. So parents were dropping off yesterday afternoon and they're on day two. Day camp started this morning at 8 a.m. in 10 different communities across the U.S. So um, wow. we have 10 different teams, and those teams, mm -hmm. uh, we just finished two weeks of training together. So we brought okay. all our Windshape summer staffers together. We professionally mm -hmm. and intentionally trained them in their activities and mm -hmm. safety and gospel presentation, and we send them on the road. Um, <laughs> and so we, what we understand is not everyone can afford an overnight camp experience, nor are mm -hmm. parents comfortable. You know, some parents might say, hey, I'm not ready to send my mm -hmm. first grader away for a week or mm -hmm. two, but I do want them to experience camp. So what we said is, mm -hmm. well, let's take camp on the road. Parents are mm -hmm. also looking for things to do with their children while not in school during the summer. Mm -hmm. And a mm -hmm. safe and a fun environment is important to them. We mm -hmm. agree, but let's put the gospel and faith in it as well. Mm -hmm. um, and Love so it. that's what we do. Um, so we partner with local businesses. We partner with local mm -hmm. churches. And I, I think of even Florence, South Carolina, we're doing camp there in a few weeks. 
25 mm-hmm. different churches come together and send kids to camp there. It's not just wow. one church. Wow. It's windshake camps for mm-hmm. communities. We want to be for that whole community. Um, oh, that's good. That's so good. we're doing camp yeah, in Texas and Florida and Illinois, all the way out to California and New Mexico and Oklahoma and everywhere in between. So um, we come in, we we set up on Sunday, we go to church, we attend church at that local church, we set up all day mm-hmm. Sunday, and then Monday morning through Thursday, camps from eight to five, and then Friday's our big Friday family fun day. So we, we bring in all the parents, all the cousins and the grandparents, and we feed them lunch, and then our day wraps up, our team packs up, and they go to the next location. But I want to oh focus real quick on, yeah, it's, Love it's it. a fun. It's amazing. I That's focus- clearly university college students doing that. That's a grinder. What an incredible summer though. That's so fun being on the road. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, you're good. You're good. We, um, we want our staffers to build really intentional relationships with the campers and invest in them. But mm. more importantly, we want local church volunteers there as well, because we know mm. on Friday we're packing up and we're headed to the next town. We, we intentionally ask the church to provide a volunteer for every 10 campers. So if there's going to okay. be 380 campers one week, we want 38 volunteers because on Sunday morning, when that kid maybe comes back to church for the first time, which happens so often because the parents are like, mm-hmm. man, my child had such a fun week. We don't mm-hmm. go to church. Maybe we should try this place out on Sunday morning. They come on Sunday mm-hmm. morning. They're going to see familiar faces because there's 38 volunteers that were with us all week that are going to be there on Sunday. So that child is going to immediately feel that safety mm-hmm. and that comfort. And they're going to even want to be more involved there. So um, mm-hmm. that's something we also do that that volunteer component is really important to us. Can you give me a sense of the like the scale, the scope of a kind of typical windshape day camp? Like, is this like you mentioned, you know, almost 400, 380 kids? Is that kind of typical? Is that what that is typically looking like? Or are they larger, smaller? You know, I know they're all different. I get that. No, that's a good question. We, um, our average camp size is usually around 250 to 280 okay. campers, um, mm-hmm. per, per our day camps, our community camps. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we will have some that are going to be closer to 550 campers, and then we'll have wow. some that are closer to 175. So, um, we bring in either a team of 20 to 25 people, or if it's a really large mm-hmm. camp, we'll actually send two teams to one location. Okay. So that makes sense. This week wow. we have 10 unique locations. Next week, we might have a really large location, so we'll send two teams there. So we'll have nine unique mm. communities. So this summer, we're doing 84 weeks of camp over the next wow. nine weeks. That's amazing. And um, yeah, that's incredible. It's so cool. What when at the kind of community level? So is the I, I, talk me through how churches are working together on this. I love that idea of like, hey, maybe there's a group of churches that are trying to leverage this kind of opportunity. What, what does that look like? Maybe maybe if you could have your like perfect, hey, this would be amazing. If we did this everywhere, that would be incredible. Uh, what does that kind of look like? Yeah, you know, uh, it kind of goes back to our name, Windshape Camps for Communities. Um, we are for mm-hmm. communities and for the local churches in that community, not just one mm-hmm. church. So what we we do mm-hmm. a big event every um, 
January, where we bring in a lot of our host churches, we call it host rally. We fly them in um, to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. We do a very like three day training. We bring in speakers, guests. We want to enrich and empower them. We know church leaders and pastors can sometimes it's a struggle. And so we want it to Mm -hmm. be a a very faith filled, like encouraging weekend. But we also want to equip them to do camp. So we invite them to bring up the up to eight people if they want from different churches and a leadership team. Mm -hmm. And so it's not Mm -hmm. just First Baptist Church or whatever church. Mm -hmm. It might be three or four churches coming to that event. And when we get, when we send them back home, we encourage them, we help them, we resource them. Hey, this is how you can go engage with other businesses and other churches and invite them to come to camp. Um, that, that church I mentioned a few days ago or a few minutes ago, 25 different churches from that community, that community had over 80 families attend camp that don't regularly attend church. So there might have been 120 families that do. There's 80 families right there that don't intend or engage with a church that sent their child to a church for five days during the week. So they're going to be so much more likely to say, hey, I want to get plugged in because my child had an awesome experience at camp. They came back changed. We hear that so many Mm -hmm. times from parents. The child I dropped off on Monday isn't the same child that I picked up on Friday afternoon. Something changed Mm -hmm. this week. And what we think is it's the gospel. We think it's Jesus. They were introduced Mm -hmm. to him and engaged it with him in a way they've never had before. And so then that parent's Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I want to try that out. So we think camp is such a great tool to help local churches connect with people in their community that they normally wouldn't have the opportunity to do with. Mm Love it. How, how do, at the kind of participant or at the camper level, how do wind-shaped camps for communities differentiate against other, like what kind of activities are you doing? And what is that like? So again, I can picture your overnight camp experience and I'm trying to picture how do you get that into the back of a bus and move yeah. it? Um, you know, what does that look like? <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes people you can't are bring like, those we'll nice like... hills in Georgia. You can't move those nice hills in Georgia. You can't, uh, you know, to everywhere across the country, you know? <laughs> That's right. We'll figure out a way to do that. Um, so I think <laughs> I think some people are like, is it just VBS on steroids? And we're like, no, it's mm-hmm. it's more than that. So, you know, mm-hmm. we just sent our teams out. They travel in two 15-passenger vans, two 26-foot moving trucks, and an additional pickup truck. So mm-hmm. that's what's great for these churches. You don't have to provide anything. Just provide us some volunteers and some space mm-hmm. to do it. Wow. We bring everything with us. We bring our sound and our tech equipment. We bring LED walls. We bring an incredible, impressive set with us. Um, we bring in 18 different skill offerings um, from flag football to soccer, to wacky science, to archery. You know, We bring in targets and bows and arrows because we think these campers – Maybe don't get to experience this every day. Um, so let's mm-hmm. do something new for them. We haven't quite figured out how to bring the horses on the road with us. So horseback <laughs> riding's just at our overnight camps. But rocketry, that's something we bring in. Little kids going to yeah, shoot so off fun. rockets into the air um, at camp mm-hmm. in that skill. So, um, and again, camp is from eight to five. And we often hear parents tell us, and the reason this is fresh on my mind is because I just led a session at this at Stab Training a few days ago that it's their Mm -hmm. child's favorite and best week of the summer every single year. And they can't wait for us to come back to the next year. And we know that's not just unique to Windshake Camps. We know that that, that's just Mm -hmm. camp in general. It's such a special, unique Mm -hmm. thing. But we want to be really intentional about what we do at camp and have it tie back to the gospel. So if we're taking flag Mm -hmm. football, we're in that skill for 50 minutes. We're taking a water break at 15 minutes in. 
we're going to sit down mm-hmm. and do a short devo and we're going to just, hey, for the next three minutes, let's have a water break and let's look at a piece of scripture and how that ties into the rest of the day. So we're intentionally mm-hmm. trying to do that through each and everything we do at camp. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. Again, I this is fantastic. Love what you guys are up to. If there's churches out there like that are thinking, maybe this is the kind of thing I want to pursue, um, it, are there kind of some characteristics or something you're looking for in churches that would you'd love to partner with? I'm assuming you're interested in partnering with new churches because you're talking on this thing. Uh, but you know, you might be looking, and obviously not for this summer, but for following summers. But yeah, what what would you, you know, who are the kind of churches you're looking for? What are some of the traits? What does that look like? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so you might disagree with this, and that's okay. We're not sure. looking for a camp to just come do camp for the kids in your children's ministry. Yes, we think great. those kids Love are it. very, very important. We think those kids need to hear the gospel, and we want those kids at camp. Absolutely, we want mm-hmm. them there. But we want you to be interested in hoping, hosting camp to reach kids outside of your doors, to reach Love your it. community. That is really important to us, and that's one of the main characteristics we're looking for in our churches. Are you someone that wants to get outside your walls, meet people in the community? And sometimes that's difficult and challenging. Sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. people might step into your door on Sunday morning that don't look or, you know, act like the rest of your church, but those people need the gospel. The kids in your children's Mm -hmm. ministry need the gospel. The kids at the church, you know, three blocks down Mm -hmm. the street need it. So we want it to be a community church that's trying to mm-hmm. engage with other areas and people in the community that aren't typically in your doors on a Sunday morning. That's really important to us. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love that. And I, I love the, you know, the check there around. That sounds like the kind of thing, like most churches are going to agree with that, but you got to ask the second question, do you really? Uh, because, you know, we want to see that happen in our ministries, but then when it happens and the complexity that can come there, um, you know, we have to be ready for that for sure. So I love that. Do you, um, you know, in, in the actual programming, do you break up into small groups at any point and kind of help kids wrestle with it? Is there, you talked about like video walls and all that. Is there like worship experiences? Give, give us a sense of those kinds of, yeah, that's, that kind yeah of I can give you just a quick flyover of our day. So we get there, kids that's come, perfect. they're jumping on inflatables. As kids arrive, we call it, you know, kind of arrival village training. So, um, and then there's put in different villages. So we have ocean mm-hmm. safari and alpine, and these are funny terms I know, mm-hmm. but you know, we mm-hmm. break it down to kindergarten and first First grade is one age, second and third grade is another age, and fourth, fifth, and some communities, sixth grade is our next age. Mm-hmm. And they're going to small groups with kids their specific age. Um, we mm-hmm. design our camper curriculum that's age specific. So a first grader is going to have a camper book and a camper guide that looks different mm-hmm. than fifth graders um, because mm-hmm. we want it to, we want to engage in the, with them with the gospel in an age appropriate way. Um, they're going to three different auditorium elements a day. And in these auditor, auditorium elements, we have a worship leader that's leading different songs and different activities. We have a theme director that's delivering what we would call Christ-centered truths in our theme mm-hmm. of the day. This summer, we're going on a road trip through the life of David. So we're looking at a Love different it. story and a different example of the life of David every day. And we're just tying it back on Wednesday with our gospel message and what it looks like to, to be adopted as a son and daughter of Christ. 
Christ. And so we're teaching that um, each and every day at camp. But then we're also kids get to sign up for four different skills. So we have, you know, so anywhere between 15 and 20 different skill offerings and kids get to go Mm -hmm. to four of those throughout the week of camp and those they get to choose. Um, We do rec every day and then we do team time twice a day. And in that team Mm -hmm. time setting, that's more of the small group Bible study setting where they're diving Mm -hmm. deeper with maybe, you know, 12 to 14 other kids on what the message is that day. So Hmm. it's a fun filled day and they go home tired, Um, but it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And I think the transferable, listen, you might be listening in and saying, listen, I, we're not going to run this at our, our church, uh, which is okay. But the thing I do want you to think about is, man, how can you inject some fun, some intentionality, some um, you know, some thoughtful process? You can hear even in just how Stephen's unpacking that, man, there's, there's a lot of thinking around how all of that fits together so that it speaks the language that it appeals to kids. Obviously, parents love it. They're like, this is a great, this is a great thing. I want to partner with that. It's intentionally outward focus, intentionally saying, Hey, we want to reach people in our community. Just love that. I hope that inspires you as you're uh, listening in today, kind of, as we come to wrap up anything you'd love to, you know, you know, say, as we kind of wrap up today's conversation. Yeah, Rich, I, you just used some some words that we use often mm. at camp. We call it the Windshake mm. Camps recipe. So right mm. now we're doing 17 different camps as we speak. Those 17 mm. camps are 10 community camps in the U.S., a community camp in Brazil, and a community there, a community camp in Costa Rica, and five overnight camps. What we want mm. is we want to be cooking the Windshake Camps recipe wherever we're mm. doing camp, and that keeps <laughs> us it in line. And I'll just quickly do a flyover of those recipe ingredients. And, you know, I would invite any church to do those. Um, So Mm -hmm. resource stewardship, we want to use our resources and take care of the things God's entrusted to us. Um, Mm -hmm. Equipment stewardship. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, Mm -hmm. we've Mm -hmm. we've changed some of these names. So Christ-centered truths is another one. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So we want, we want everything we do to have, you know, Christ as a part of it. Intentional culture. Mm-hmm. We want to be intentional mm-hmm. about the little things we do. So a camper, they're no longer just stepping foot into, you know, a local school or a local church. They're stepping foot into the safari village where they're a lion mm-hmm. and they get to mm-hmm. be with their other lions. So we're going to be doing cheers and we're going to be mm-hmm. doing games throughout the day. We want to be people mm-hmm. first. We care about our people. Mm-hmm. We care about our summer staffers. We care about our volunteers. And we care about our our campers and engaging fun is our last one. We think everything mm. we do, if fun's involved, kids are going to be more receptive and understanding to hear, hear about Jesus. Mm-hmm. So um, that's mm-hmm. kind of our windshake cancer recipe. And so any church could do that. Just like, it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be that, but as you do children's mm-hmm. ministry, how can di- those elements be a part of what you do? Yeah, that's so good. I love that. I love how those hang together to really create a compelling ministry for, uh, you know, for kids. And I know there's people that are listening in today that have found that, uh, you know, just super helpful. So I really appreciate that. Well, as we wrap up, if if people want to track with you or track with Windshape, where do we want to send them online? How do we want to, you know, get them connected with you? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Windshapecamps.org. Um, you'll be able mm-hmm. to choose our overnight camps or our day camps is one of going to be your first drop down option. So um, that's one way to get connected. I think my email is on there, but if it's not, it's mm-hmm. smore at windshape.org. Um, so mm-hmm. S-M-O-O-R-E. Um, and so you could do that. Another thing I didn't hit on yet, Rich, but I, I just mm-hmm. want yep. to real quick before Absolutely. we leave um, is we want to engage with campers and we think it's really mm-hmm. important, but also I think working as summer as a summer staffer mm-hmm. is an unbelievable mm-hmm. value experience, a valuable mm-hmm. experience. 
I have three kids mm-hmm. of my, my own. They're two, two and five. And I mm-hmm. genuinely think the practical summer examples I had while working camp were very helpful for me. And mm-hmm. they translate to any and every job out there. You could be studying mm-hmm. chemistry and working camp still going to be a good beneficial thing for you to do during the summer. So mm-hmm. if you know anyone mm-hmm. of that college age, you know, 18 to 25 that you think could work camp or would be a good fit for Windshape, send them to us as well, because we would love to be able to have them spend a summer with us to grow and be able to share their faith. Mm-hmm. Totally. I heartily endorse that. Uh, you know, I, I do think, like I said earlier, I think the camp experience is fantastic for kids. It's a great kind of thing to be a part of. But I really think, to be honest, the sweet spot where the the place where God seems to have his uh, uses these experiences, I think particularly is on that staff age transition as, mm-hmm. as young leaders, you know, man, it's just something amazing happens, uh, when a young leader dedicates their summer or like you say, all four, you know, summers of their, uh, you know, college summers kind of thing, man, I just love that. That's so good. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show today, Stephen. I hope the rest of the summer, I know it'll be fantastic, but we're cheering for you. Uh, thanks for giving us some time today. Yes, Rich, I appreciate it. And, uh, thanks for the time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unseminary Podcast. Drop by unseminary.com for more helpful resources for you and your team. There you will find articles, online courses, and so much more. Unseminary, stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Presented by CDF Capital. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary.